Willkommen zum das Bundesliga Show mit Mick, Gav Mack, um, die Manner, um, not seen for a long time there, Flozif, uh, Florian, um, Senior Loboron und das große Mann, Devil. How are you, bro? Good, good. Can't complain. Can't complain, man. Looking forward to talking about some Bundesliga. Uh, we're back, we're back, we're back. Uh, make sure you subscribe to the YouTube channel. Make sure you hit that like button and smash the subscribe button. I never know which way to say it. I'm not really into it that much, you know. We, we focus more on the audio side of things. So just put in the Bundesliga show into Spotify and we come up first. There you go. How nice is that? Flo, welcome back, mate. Thank you very much. It's so great to be here again. Despite all, all the losing of my team, but uh, see, seeing your faces makes it up too. Well, listen to this, right? At the end of the day, like Flo, I know you're a busy man. I get it. Uh, I don't like this layout. I'm changing it. There we go. Let's go back to normal. Um, <laughs> Flo, um, I, know, I know you've been a busy guy. And I, if I'm honest, I didn't think you were going to be coming back until we saw a Leverkusen victory. So... This is this is quite brave for you to come back right now. Well, I guess Especially after, after that weekend. But after losing in, in Munich, you know, everyone loses there. That's that's uh, that's okay. So it's not a shame. I would wouldn't have come back after a loss against Cologne. Um, or maybe I would I would have come exactly after that loss because I needed to defend the city on some level. Should should we put our hands up for um, if your team won at the weekend? Lovely. Um, and the thing is... And for those of you who are listening to the audio, there's only two hands raised. And, and not just that, not just that. If Flo was to say, do you know what? I don't care about Leverkusen anymore. I want to support my English team. He still cannot put his hand up right now. Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> true. I don't know. I had Sorry, a nightmare Flo. of Trossard on the Flo, weekend. Flo, yeah. Flo, it's too be light. It's too, it's too be light. It's too be light. Because I feel like I'm bullying you, Flo. You know, well, you only enjoy you the good times if you know some bad times. And I mean, yeah, you as, yeah, as an Arsenal fan, I'm, I'm very happy for you that you have some Thanks. some up at the moment Thanks. after so, so many years of pain. <laughs> we'll see. We'll Thank see. You. It can all go Thanks, in a Flo. blink of an eye. So we'll see what happens next week. It can, Flo. I want you to. I want you to be in a good mood for the rest of the show. So let's get the, the rubbishness out of the way right now, eh? Um, before we go on. I um, just want to say a big shout to King Kev, King Kev Backman. I'm going to see you on Thursday. He is a Buda Glimp fan and he is traveling from Norway to England to watch the game um, at the Emirates. And we're going to have a couple of beers beforehand as well. So really looking forward to see you, Kev. So big up yourself. Um, and um, Lexi Jane Rooksby, big up yourself as well. Well done on your, um, on your cruise to the quarterfinal in the darts tournament the other day as well. Congratulations, big up to yourself and the rest of the family. Uh, I'm going to put the scores on the screen. Um, so if you listen to this, tough. Um, <laughs> by, by, by Munich, four. By Leverkusen, nil. It's the first win in five games uh, for Bayern. And um, also the worst start in the league in 40 years for Leverkusen. So, Flo, the, the floor is yours. Shall I make a big screen, Devo? Go on then, yeah. Let's hear from Flo. Flo, yeah, Flo, I'm, give me, give me, give me a breakdown as to what the hell happened. 
I'm just a little confused because you said you wanted to start with the rubbish and we're not starting with Cologne, but um, it's okay. I'm just gonna... <laughs> banter, banter, banter. <laughs> I don't know. You can you can lose in Munich, obviously. It's, uh, it's yeah. one of, of Europe's best teams. But uh, the worst thing is the way how you lost. Mm. And all the post-match interviews, the players like Andrich and Damian Bay. They were saying, okay, in every way they were better. They were better in the, uh, yeah, in, the in the small infights and all that stuff. They they were just wanted to to win it more. And it's like the basics you need to bring if you want to have any chance in Munich. And we didn't even bring the basics. And this is the point that worries me about the team. If two center midfielders are saying like the team didn't bring the basics, and if you can't reach them from center midfield because these are like key positions to talk to everyone on the pitch. So what's what's that showing for for the team? That that's very worrying. You know, with like a team, if it's if it's running, if it's good, there's no problem. But if you have uh, if you don't have the results, you have like a group of Spanish-speaking guys from uh, Southern America. You have these African-French connection. You have a couple of Germans, and you have the rest. You have two Czechs. Like that's. I don't know. Sometimes I have the impressions they don't uh, they don't really communicate or can't communicate that much on, on the, among each other. And Sewan tries to to moderate it somehow. He, he speaks six languages. He's good at that, mm. but it can't be a one man show. You know, you have to need to have some some conversation, some flow from inside the team. Yeah, yeah, I hear that completely. I mean, like the thing is, you know, this is now. It's it's been going on for way too long now, and like we've been taking the mick most of the season about Siwani and whether he has the the minerals to last the season. And each week we put a poll out, or we have a bit of chat, and we have a talk about what he's doing tactically. Do you still think he is the right man for the job? Uh, yeah, yeah, I think so. I think tactically and um, in general, as a person speaking six, six languages for a squad like this, he's the right man. But um, I don't know if like the squad has the right kind of characters. You know, mm. the character always shows in unsuccessful times. And we made that mistake a couple of years ago when we had a great squad, didn't lose anyone, had two, three big signings after playing four years Champions League in a row. And then nearly relegated in the 2016-2017 season. And mm. this really reminds me of that season. For one exception, in that season we were quite okay at the beginning and then very crappy at the end. And now we're crappy all the way. Yeah. Uh, Devo, we like I know I know you need to have a conversation about this. And this is yeah. all about Radecki. He's been getting oh. cussed out or everywhere. Flo, I'll, I'll let I'll let you I'll let you take a moment to um to um, reflect on this one. <laughs> yeah. um, it's but, ridiculous. Like, ridiculous. Oh, wow, I love that. <laughs> it's I love ridiculous. That. Can we that get that trending? Brilliant. Can we yeah, can we get that right trending? Now. That is fantastic. Um, I, I don't mind him as a goalkeeper. That's the worst thing about it. I don't mind him. I think he's okay. Um, but Devo, I know. Um, well, I think Flo. I think Flo said a few bits of bobs over the time. Um, I think Devo, if correct me if I'm wrong, during our Euros coverage last season, I'm, I'm pretty sure you had question marks over him, and I'll try to defend him. 
Yeah, uh, I've had question marks over him for a while. He has a mistake in him. Um, quite a few mistakes in him. Um, he flaps at nearly everything that comes in the box. Uh, it's like he's scared of contact as a goalkeeper, um, which is one of your main assets as a goalkeeper. You've got to be fearless. Uh, anytime someone comes near him in the box, he just loses all composure. He's just flapping at everything. Mm. Uh, he was a pretty good shot stopper. And that seems to have left him. Um, he, he seems like, I don't know if it's a confidence thing, he's lost all confidence in his own abilities, or if it's that he's never really had true competition for that number one spot. Yeah, since he's had him, it's been your number one. And maybe he needs someone to come in and really push him to get him back to that kind of form that he did once have, because he's not always <coughs> been this that was one that was I've, I've heard that but um i think the commentator in, in the game actually said uh moritz volks i think who said stefan ortega was right there that would have been a perfect sign for, for leverkusen real recognized real there i i know he'd most likely get a lot more games playing for leverkusen but man city you're gonna go to city i don't think yeah. it's I don't think at, there's any real competition there. At um, his age, yeah. at his age, yeah. you wanna you wanna get a yeah. pay packet. So I hear yeah. it completely. I really do. Can, can um, we also just talk about Musiala? I was gonna say we need to talk oh. about Bayern right now. Oh, and shit, like, kid. We, 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 uh, do you know what, right? The Musiala thing, right? I remember his debut, his league debut against uh, Schalke, not last season, the season before when they talked him at eight 0 and there was all this talk. I didn't know much about Musiala. I'll be one million percent honest. I didn't know anything about him. I was just thinking it was a bit of a, um, a, a virtue signaling situation. Oh, he's 17 years old. Let's start him and let's play him around like other German players. So, therefore, Germany can definitely secure his services. I didn't see the alert. You think he scored two in that game? One or two? I can't remember off the top of my head, but it was 8 0 Tonkin. I remember that much. And I was thinking, is Schalke? And, and, and Schalke are shite. We'll come to that later on the show. But I was just thinking, mm, I don't, I don't, I don't see it. I don't get it. But every week he seems to do something different, which proves me wrong and makes me wonder: Have England and Germany gained superior from from this? Hundred percent, Germany have gained. For me. I will stick my neck up on the line and say he's the best young talent in world football at the moment. What? Um, I, I, I think he is. I think the way that he influences games, uh, and this is not, you know, this is Bayern Munich. You've got players like Kimmich, who absolutely love, I think he's just a brilliant player. Well, Thomas Muller, Gnabry, Sane, Mane, um, Coman, you've got um, Sabitzer, you've got all of these players, and he's shining brighter than any of them at yeah. 19 he's just saying you know what give me the ball i'll do something with it he was involved in three of the four goals at the weekend goal and two assists and he's effortless the way he glides past players you could give him the ball no matter how many players are around him he'll keep it he'll he'll look forward with it his movement he's all over the pitch and um, i couldn't tell you what position he plays no because he just goes on the pitch and he finds spaces and he finds ways to be dangerous. He's not on the periphery of games. Every time I've seen him play, 
he's in the he's right there making things happen and i think at 19 years old to have that kind of um maturity around such established players this kid's gonna go far he can go very very far um i think he will go on to be thomas muller of this generation why you say that jamal Muziala he's for me is the more elegant version of thomas muller like the evolution you know he does he does things you don't expect but he does them with some kind of i don't know how to say it panache you know it's, it's just looking good what he's doing the way he scores the way he passes and thomas muller is like always looking a little little bit wooden yeah okay, yes that. it's true <laughs> thomas muller looks like he does he shouldn't be good at football yeah but he is <laughs> that's enough um that's enough um of one florian having a mare and um, let's talk about another florian having a mare and that is <laughs> uh, that is florian muller in Wolfsburg three stuttgart two um florian muller there's no way he should be conceding that goal. I mean, like Maxi Arnold is hit that is hit that strike from about 30 yards out. It's quite straight. It moves a little bit, but not to the to the point that a goalkeeper should be making that much of a fumble. Can you imagine? Like if that was if that was Ramsdale making that making that type of save, it would be all it would be on worldwide press right now. You know what I mean? So like, I'm not I'm I'm not having it. He should he should be hung out to dry right now. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I was just talking about Hrodecki and how flappy he was. Um, that Florian Muller, that that Maxi Arnold goal, I don't even know if you can give it a goal. I know it was on target, but, um, you know, why has he tried to punch that? It's straight at him. I know it was a, it had a bit of a sting on it, but as a goalkeeper, just bring that to your body, pat it down and catch it. You know what I mean? Make yourself big. he's tried to punch that. Yeah, um, unbelievable goalkeeping. Um, someone who had a decent season last season. I think he was um, pretty good. And then this season, he just seemed to be all over the place. I don't know what's, what's, what's happening, but still got the done with him being um, decent uh, in that game because um, they fought pretty well and were unlucky, really, um, mm. to lose that game in the end. You know, very late winner for Wolfsburg. Um, but yeah, you can't, can't, can't have a goalkeeper doing them kind of mistakes and expect to do well. No, not at all. Um, Girassi, um, he scored the opening goal for Stuttgart, um, took the lead for only the second time this season. And he's thinking, right, okay, is this going to be the, what are we in, 22, 23? So the 21, the 2021 season when Stuttgart were unbelievable away from home. I thought it was going to be like that again, you know, but then just a minute later, they were on terms. And that's not cool. It was um, Marmouche who um, <laughs> who made it one one um, made it. Um, uh, I can't get my words out. What's what's wrong with you, um, Marmouche? Who made it one one? There you go. Um, and he was on loan at Stuttgart last season, so that's quite banter. Take that. Um, yeah, Maxiano made it two one. Mavropanos, former Arsenal led led led. I, I wrote that wrong. I was meant to write legend, um, but um, <laughs> made, made it made it well, could have been, <laughs> could have been, could have been. I lo I love him. I I I've got a lot of time for him. Um, Gerhard with the winner um, in the ninety first minute. 
Um, this weekend saw a couple of returns um, in the same game between Köln and Dortmund. Stefan Tiggers uh, is playing against his former club, getting on the score sheet as well. And um, Anthony Modest playing against his former club, now wearing the colours of Gelb Schwarz. Or is it Schwarz Gelb? Gelb Schwarz, that's good. Gelb Schwarz, thank you. Meiner Deutsch is sehr gut. So, yeah, Kern, big win against Dortmund. Are Dortmund genuinely challengers in the title race this season, boys? No one is genuinely challenging in the title race this season because, see, Bayern Munich is like four or five points behind and they all decide at the very same time, oh, come on, let's drop some points. Mm. It's Oktoberfest in Munich. Let them have some fun. Okay, we're going to drop some points and they can come close. What's that's that's the annoying thing about German, about the Bundesliga that there is not a consistent team mm. and now Dortmund they have equal points with Bayern Munich and already 16 goals between the two sides of them and guess what's yeah. going to happen next week yeah the classic uh, yeah the classic yeah just saying. Um, I'll, I'll get my, I'm get trying to get my pronunciation right. That's what it is. Well, the, this name is, is a disgrace, I think. So it's like Germans at one point figured out that El Clasico is a cool name for Barca against Real Madrid and wanted to have something for a, a cool German match. And so we decided to call Borussia Dortmund against Bayern Munich their Klassiker. Uh, to be fair, like, that is also this weekend. Um, Barca versus Real Madrid. Funny, funny how these things always end up in that same weekend. But why why was the Manchester Derby and the North London Derby this weekend then? Like they mashed it up. But uh, I think they do that um in, in England so that they can just kind of have it all everyone just get pissed up at the same time. Yeah. Should we should we should we have old firm as well? They play each other twelve yeah. times a season anyway, so it doesn't <laughs> every other week is old firm. Yeah. Um, um what, yeah, I was going to say, what what, what were your thoughts on uh, on on Bellingham being being skipper for the day? I know that they had injuries and things like that, but Bellingham, nineteen years old, we know is a boy wonder. Skipper's armband, Devo, how how big is that? Yeah, fair play to him. I think he's so important to that team, um, and the fact that they've literally got like twelve fit players. Um, so fair play to him. But I think he's. He's another one who, much like Musiala, he's well beyond his years. He's he's much more mature than 19 in terms of football ability and football intelligence. Um, and he's got, he might not be the most vocal player on the pitch, but he reminds me of that kind of captain like Vieira was at Arsenal where, um, you know, he might not be the most vocal, but when things are going bad, he's like, give me the ball. I'll do something to drag the, the morale up. How many times did he see Vieira doing yeah. a, a run from the Edley's box right up to the edge of the other 18? And it kind of just got the team going with him. He's like, well, mm. but he's, he's, he's on it. Do you know what I mean? Mm. I think Bellingham has that same kind of attitude and that same kind of impact sometimes where you see him do something. And, and as his teammates, you think, mate, we've got to pull our finger out. Look at how he's playing. Do you yeah. know what I mean? We've got to pull what he's doing. Yeah. Yeah, and he's a kid, so I think that's um, it makes sense for him to be captain uh, when you think of all the injuries they've got. When you think that that he's been performing at a high level this season, despite them having some poor performances. Um, but yeah, um, 
they didn't get the three points on this one, did they? No, they I'm didn't. Uh, yeah, exactly. Flow flows buzzing that um, that Kern got the got all three points there, um, and the, the the goal that sort of like sealed it off was um, Lubocic um, with that beauty. Tell you what, lads, that's a cracking goal. That is, fuck me sideways. What a finish! <laughs> I haven't seen that one before. Good call. Good call, actually. Gav, you're muted. For the love of Jesus, honestly, like, I don't know what's going on. Can you hear me now? Yeah. Lovely. Um, it's, it, Devo's still on the screen in my end. Don't know about, don't know about your end. But, um, yeah, it was um, it was a lovely goal. I wasn't quite sure whether to make it a goal at so or not, um, but I opted for it. There we go. And um, yeah, I, I think it, I think it was a worthy winner of a of a golat. So, so um, should we do our favourite bit of the show? Yeah, go on then. Schalke are shite. So my early early like shoot from the hip decision of who's going to make Europe was Augsburg, and everyone laughed. But 12 points from eight games. I just and, I just feel that they, they might just sneak in the back door and get themselves into the into the Europa Conference. And I'm, I, I said it with chest before a ball was kicked in the 22-23 season of the Bundesliga, and I'm going to stand there on this hill and own it. I'm still laughing from the inside. Who's going to come higher in the league, Leverkusen or Augsburg? Don't, don't need to talk about that. This will be Leverkusen, no Ooh. doubt. Wait, wait, wait. Woof. 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 I'm with the flow on that one. I'm with flow, I think. Yeah, um, that is fine. Leverkusen six and then Augsburg seven. So like, they'll squeeze in the back door, Europa Conference. They won't do anything in it. I genuinely believe there's something about Augsburg that is going to get them into Europe this season, this season. And we can laugh about it. And I know deep down you are laughing right now. And people that are listening at home and listen all around the world will be like, oh, who's this guy? I watched the Bundesliga show for the first time. And this guy don't know what he's talking about. Well, let's have a conversation in May and see where we're at. I remind you of that one. That is fine. I genuinely believe they're going to sneak in the back door. Look how, look how, look how last season was panning out, and all the teams were beating each other, and there was like the odd team that like squeezed in through the back door. And then we look at um, Union Berlin, which we'll talk about in a minute. Um, that you know they they come up. We, we all laughed. They were going to go straight back down. Um, the following season, it's like oh, we all laughed. They came seventh. The following season, we all laughed. They came fifth. This season, we all laugh. They're top of the league. You know, like, it's just, do you know what I mean? Like, it's, you know, the crazy so, things you, can happen. you mean in, in two or three years, Augsburg is top of the league? Yeah. No, I can't say that phrase. <laughs> I, can't, I, can't say, I can't say that with a straight face. I can't. But, no, like, there is nothing stopping. The, the, the thing is, for me, they're going to either come 7th or 14th. I don't think there's any middle ground with Augsburg this season. But if they can just pull off little performances, especially all the teams that are below them, if they could do something about it, I don't see any reason why they cannot. 
you know, Demirovic, you know, loving life. Bags of brace this weekend as well. Schalke, they were in the game, but the fact that they were um, down to 10 men and Schalke, we've taken the piss out of them a lot, but they've actually played some really nice football this season. And Devo and I, we've tipped our hat to them. With 10 men away from home, we're able to pick up a result. And that speaks volumes of the mentality of the players at Augsburg. I think they can do something. If they played Schalke every week, yeah. Um, I think the thing is with Schalke is I think when Augsburg went down to 10, you could see that they were so desperate to get the three points that they kind of threw it away at the end. The defending was a bit poor. They kind of had a steam and uh, ended up losing uh, a point rather than gaining uh, three. Um, but I do feel for Schalke that I think they're a much better unit than they were the year they went down. I think they're in a lot of close games this year and I think they will eventually start picking up points. As for Augsburg, um, I can't see where your confidence is coming from. I think Demir Rich is a good player. I think Borussia is a good player. They've got a decent team, but defensively, I think they're all over the place. Um, I can't see them really fixing that. I think. Um, don't get me wrong, I love my guy Gikovic, but he has so much work to do on a weekly basis. It's not sustainable. Um, so yeah, I, th I think they'll struggle. I think they'll stay out because there are teams worse than them. Bochum, namely. Um, mm. They are Kuzma, <laughs> <but>, currently. Should we discuss them, Bochum? Because yeah, we are... I, 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 I let, think let me we... just say one thing to, to Schalke, maybe. Mm. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I looked at the squad and I thought, okay, well, that's a very, very decent second Bundesliga team. Very that, good. That, that's that, that's yeah. what they are. They would, yeah. They're having a great team for uh, for second Bundesliga, but not the quality to um, survive in, in, in the first Bundesliga. You know, in second so, Bundesliga, it's about fighting, about mentality, and that's what they have. And they can play some football, but it's not enough for for the first league. I think. So the they, long and short of problems. It, so so the long and short of it, what you're trying to say is Schalke on Norwich. That's it. Lovely. Um, <laughs> at the moment, so at least. No offense, Norris fans. Big up Chris over there, by the way, as well. Um, Leipzig, um, Leipzig four, Bochum nil. We are going to, by the looks of it, change our Schalke, our shite thing to um, Bochum are bad. Uh, it looks like it because they are awful. Eight games, one point. And I don't even understand how they got a point on the last match day either. I really, I really don't. They are a bad outfit this season. Um, and it's the continuation of the Marco Rosa tour because this was the uh, the Salzburg, the Salzburg uh, coaching derby uh, because Thomas Leitch, um, the new manager at Bochum, and uh, Marco Rosa, they worked together at Salzburg. So every game, that Marco Rosa has been involved in since he's taken over at Leipzig has been, uh, there's been a connection to his past. And I just find that quite funny. Um, yeah. So Timo Werner and um, Kunku, both of them on the score sheet, both of them bagging a brace, both of them not having not scored in their last five games. So 
I, I've got a lot of time for Timo Werner. I've always given him props. Um, it didn't work out at Chelsea, but that's okay. You know, there's players that play for certain teams and their team setup just isn't right for the player that they are. Can we normalise that now? Yeah, and you don't always need to have like higher, better, faster. You know, if you perform in Leipzig and you're a key player for 10 years and you have like 350 Bundesliga appearances and score 180 goals, that's great. It's a great mm. career. Maybe win a cup now and then. You don't necessarily need to go to Chelsea to like win also win the Champions League. It's a poison chalice, though, isn't it, at Chelsea? You know, that, that number nine shirt or that, that role at Chelsea has been, it, it, since Drogba, there's been very few that have been able to actually play that role successfully at Chelsea. And I think Timo Werner, although he wasn't scoring goals, he was effective at Chelsea. I think, was it, um, was it last year or the year before where he had the most goal contribution at Chelsea? Yeah, yeah people, so, the Chelsea fans forget that, by the way. Yeah, they don't. They don't want to admit it. They don't want to. They don't want to admit it. You know, yeah, he missed a ton of chances. Let's not. Let's not be look at this with rose tinted glasses. He missed a lot of chances. I think it's a much more natural fit for him in Leipzig. Um, his first finish was that was Timo of old school. That's old school Timo. That first goal and that was a brilliant finish. And I, what I liked about the lineup for Leipzig, yes, it's Bochum, but. It was a very forward-thinking line. Andre yeah. Silva slide on Kunku, Werner, Shabazz slide. They all started. For me, yeah. that's a signal of intent. That was, we are going to destroy this team in front of us. I, I like that. That's what I want to see from Leipzig more often is they've got players who can do damage. Play them. Mm. You know? Yeah, um, but if you, if you don't play that way against Bochum at home, I mean, they're rock bottom at the league in Leipzig's Champions League. <laughs> True, but there, there's there's certain teams that would be like this is the way that we play football. We don't care who the opposition is. This is the lineup. Tough. So the fact that he has been able to identify that it's like this is opportunity for a free hit, and that is the ultimate disrespect to Bochum. But I don't care. If I'm the manager, I want to see my team win, and I want to see plenty goals. I saw the same vibe. When Arsenal beat Tottenham at the weekend, we downed tools after 3 1. Um, uh, City at 4 0, they downed tools. I know they scored two more, but they did down tools. They weren't playing with the same level of intensity. Go and punish teams because it might come back and bite you on the arse later on in the season. I don't think it will happen so much with uh, with uh, head to head with Bochum, but those goal, that goal difference. Against another member of another opposition in the in the Bundesliga might make a, a massive difference to the um, you know the intentions of where where Leipzig are at that point. So I think it's really important that you just go out there and get it done. You know, I was going to say um, something else with that, but um, um, there was something else I wanted to mention on that. Oh yeah, and Kunku and Kunku, um, lots of talk about him going to Chelsea. Is that the right move nowadays? Chelsea, a different team. Can can players go to Chelsea and you know hope for a positive career now? Well, it's definitely not good that he's in a team with Timo Werner right now because he sure surely has nothing good to say about Chelsea at the moment. This is a different <laughs> I, I Chelsea know. though. 
No, you know, I, don't not, know. I, would, not... I would rather see him mm. at Arsenal. Prefer to see him at Arsenal. So, so would I. So would I. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I think that boat's uh, yeah, or in, in, in La Liga. Mm. I, 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 I would like to see Arsenal. I fear for him if he goes to Chelsea because Chelsea, Pulisic, Hudson, Doy, Sterling, uh, who else have they had out there? They've had so, so many wide players. And it, it's, it's like a less poison chalice than the number nine, but it's still a bloody hard place to go and you know be Eden Hazard, which is what all Chelsea fans are looking for. They're looking for Eden Hazard. It's not going to happen. So if Nkunku goes there and he has six bad games, they're going to write him off. That's what they do. Uh, Pulisic, who's been in and out, but he has performed pretty well in the Chelsea shirt when he's been fit. They hate him now because because he's not he's not fit. And, you know, he's not been trusted. He wasn't trusted by Tuchel. It's hardly been seen. Now they all want to get rid of him. So you don't have that kind of... You're not going to have that um, support that sometimes players need coming into the Premier League. And um, I fear for him if he makes that move. I think there wasn't many other moves for him to make. Not many teams can go out and spend £60 million on a player like that. Um, United have just gone and got Anthony. They've got Sancho. So he's not going to be able to go United. Can't see him in a city shirt. We ain't Arsenal. I'd love to have him Arsenal, but I can't see it happening. Um, so there's not many options for him if he's going to come to the Premier League. Chelsea might be the only place that he can land, but I fear for him if he does make that move. Yeah, for real. Um, Bremen slapped it up, slapped it about, did their thing. They, they, they went a little bit against the norm um, in their 5-1 win over Gladbach. They normally wait until the end and then bag a couple inside 90 minutes, but not this time. And it's also the first home win for Werder Bremen back in the big time as well. Fulkroig doing bits at the moment, bagged a brace. Um, but I, I sort of feel sorry for, for Jan Zoma because he's not a concede five goalkeeper. You know, I feel like he was let down a little bit by by the, the, the defensive Benz, Benz front especially. What a great finish, by the yeah. way. What, what I'll tell finish, you what. That was oh. thinking. Oh, that's proper naughty, that is. Oh. It was an own goal, <laughs> but I'm having it. I'm having it. You know, if he's a striker, <laughs> if that ball got played in and, he, and he's a striker, he bags that, we're all going to be saying, oh, that's a nice finish, that. Yeah. So, yeah. Ten, ten crosses, really he finish. would never be able to do a goal like this on purpose. No, no, <laughs> not for Toffee. Not for Toffee. Um, great finish. Do, do, do we do we want to talk about that game? I, I just want to say that um, Fulcrug is top goal scorer in the league. He is. He, That's what I wanted to say Where's as well. Is, is, well. is he German? He's German, yeah. And now there are discussions whether he should come with us to the World Cup or not. But this is what I'm about to talk about. Is he is he someone who could potentially get on the plane? He's 29 years old. Um, mm. He is he's doing bits at the moment you know so why 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 can he not i would say yes he can i don't see him as a national player really but uh you know it's a weird situation having a world cup in autumn or winter and then if you have a player who's who's performing you just like to use the momentum and we don't have that big uh, striker in our team. So if we need someone to win, uh, I don't know, 
the head ball and all that stuff uh, the headers yeah we should just it's bring better. him if we're if we're behind yeah he's better than david Salka. Kind of so. yeah yeah definitely yeah. and he's better than oh. lucas matcher i like yeah, lucas matcher i like Lucas. yeah Matcha. at the moment i'd, I'd rather I'd, you know what yeah italian 99 Salvatore Scalacci, no one, no one wanted him in the squad. He was a nobody. He had a good season leading up to that World Cup. Comes in, national hero after that. Yeah, uh, it always happens. It's happened. I like it. I like the idea of him going out on the plane. There isn't, you, you don't take an actual striker. You know, it's it's all good having like uh, Jonas Hoffman, who's not a striker, or a. Uh, uh, Kai Havertz, who's not a striker, or uh, Serge Gnabry, who's not a striker, you know. So then, why don't you take an actual striker? I say you, I mean we, you know, because I'm closet German and I. So yeah, let's uh, let's get it done. Let's get it done. Um, Frankfurt, Frankfurt got a big game in uh, in a couple of days' time against. I can't say it out loud. Um, the guys from um, from N seventeen, uh, and they and they are walking into this game with full of confidence, having beaten the league leaders Union Berlin, um, previously unbeaten as well. Union Berlin by two goals to nil. Um, Mario Goetze with the opening goal. No matter what he does, you know he's always going to get the love. And um, Lindstrom. With um, Lindstrom with the goal. My good lord in heaven, he smacked that. Oh, what a goal! Yes, it was. Um, it was doing bits, absolutely doing bits. Great goal. Um, four wins from five now for, for Frankfurt. Yeah, they seem to be finding their way. It's weird because I was just talking to a colleague from Eintracht Frankfurt. And she was like saying, hey, we are, we're not a top team. We're not a team that's playing a good season. We had our, have our moments in the Cup, in the European Cup. But we're far away from being a top team. And currently the the players seem to um, yeah, show her lies. Mm. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I think Frankfurt, uh, they found their confidence. I think the new signings have started to kind of gel. Uh, I think Colin Moani's been... For me, the best signing of the summer so far in terms of his impact. Uh, he's been involved in everything good that they've done. He got himself sent off, which I think was a bit harsh. Harsh. Uh, got himself harsh, yeah, harsh, harsh, harsh. harsh, harsh indeed. But thankfully, there's only two yellows, so he'll only missed one game. But um, I think him, Goza, um, have really started to really show their quality. And um, I think Frankfurt could be back in the Champions League by the end of the season. Yeah, I, I, do you know what? I won't, I won't be um, against that at all. Uh, I'm, I'm sure. Um, there was, I think I've, I've, I've already gone. Ah, here we go. No, the, I, I want to talk about a particular situation and something that I always freaking bang on about, and it makes so much sense. But we'll do that at the end. Um, Herter won, Hoffenheim won. Pissed off with this game because I had both of these teams to um, have four corners each in my um, beat the drop on Paddy Power. Other betting sites are available. Um, so, yeah, not happy about this. But um, Andre uh, Brighton writer, it was his birthday. Um, he's the Hoffenheim coach. It was the 200th appearance for 
for Kramerich as well in the Bundesliga, and he scored his 91st goal. So yeah, um, so big up, big up, big up, uh, Kramerich. Hoffenheim legend sounds weird, but yeah. <laughs> it is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah, he's done really well for. That's a pretty good record: ninety-one goals and two hundred appearances. That's a pretty solid record. That's just under one and two, isn't it? So, um, fair enough. <laughs> Can't argue with that. Well, before Messi and Ronaldo, one in two was like, yeah, you are a top end, absolute top end striker. If you get one in three, you're like, you know what, you're decent. But Messi and Ronaldo, they mashed up the stats. So one in two. Do you know what? If my striker wants one in two, then he he can have it. I'm happy with it. I'm happy with it. Um, Luca Bacchio, um, he scored as well. And I'm a big fan of that goal as well because it reminded me a lot of Thierry Henry. You know, like when the ball sort of like is fed through, open the body up, first time, curl it beyond the goalkeeper. He's got that in his locker. And he scored a few goals like this over the years. I'm not saying that Luca Bacchio is anything like King Thierry that's what I call him. But I can see where his influences are. And you've got to remember, he is Belgian. And who is the assistant coach at Belgium? Thierry Henry. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, back, you know, ever since he had his breakout season a few years ago, he's shown that he's got the quality. There's just something missing there because he has been as far away as consistent as you can possibly be. If uh, consistency was like, over there, he's the other side of the room, you know. Yeah, generally. I think that that's he's, attitude. He's allergic to it. Yeah, yeah. Good player though, saying, on his day. Mm. What are you gonna say, Flo? I just said I think that's attitude. You know, he knows he's getting decent money. He has mm. a great contract. Came from the Premier League and was bought from a German club. So if German club even has to be higher than a Premier League wage, yeah, you can imagine. That he won't, he will be able to afford two warm meals a day. Yeah, that's fair enough. And we also be able to afford his gas and electric. Um, he uh, that is uh, four games unbeaten now for um, for Hertz Berlin, and um, the last game. Just want to quickly mention before Devo gets his balls chopped off before he gets an opportunity to use them um, is Freiburg to Mainz one. And um, Gregorich with um, with a banger. I'm sort of, I sort of, I sort of want to. Um, I sort of want to give it a Galazzo, but I'm also really angry, and this is what I wanted to talk about before uh, before we disappear. Um, assists, right? I don't think Doan got a touch on that. But his dummy created that goal. So, therefore, why is he not being credited for, 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 that, for that goal slash assist? He'd, sometimes you don't have to touch a ball yeah. in order to get an assist. This is, what, this this is why can stats be, are so misleading. Stats can be misleading, exactly. That's it. Stats can be misleading. They have their place. But sometimes you can read into them too much because you you can be someone who gives a free yard ball to Lionel Messi, who beats five players and pops in the top corner from 18 yards out. And you're going to mm. say, assist bonus, please, boss. 
when you go yeah. back to the changing room, do you know what I mean? <laughs> so it, it doesn't make sense. Or you could be the person who's, who's you know, as Rizzo Duan done, two players out of the game without touching the ball. You'll get no recognition for that. I mention it all the time, man. I mention it all the time. And I'll use that example as well. What if you pass the ball to me and I'll take two free men out of the game? Oh, yeah, it does my head in. But it was a great finish from Gregorich. He's been, he's proven to be a fantastic signing as well for Freiburg um, this season. Uh, 2-1 over Mainz. Uh, Onisivo uh, hit the inside of the post. Uh, and then uh, Vidmer off the line, saved by Niederlechner. Niederlechner, the guy who normally gets goals at the other end, he was able to stop the ball from going in the back of his net. So, yeah, big up to uh, to Freiburg doing bits um, this season. But um, that brings us to the end of the show. Um, lots of people are on promises. Um, so I need to... Uh, um, let those people do their thing. Um, I'm going to grab another beer and have a fag and go to bed. That's what I'm doing. So, um, no, um, Flo, Devo, always a pleasure. Don't forget, you make sure you hit that like button and subscribe button on uh, YouTube. Um, please, as well, get involved on the Spotify, Apple Music, Amazon, Google Play, um, Caster, various places, wherever you listen to your podcast, you will be able to find a Die Bundesliga show, um, spelled in English, Die Bundesliga show. And if you have got a little bit of accent about you, it is Die Bundesliga show. But for myself, Gav Matt, and a boy Devo, and a boy Flo, take care. Auf Wiedersehen, bis bald.